Hey, everybody, welcome to episode number 156 of the Debt Free Dad podcast. So the holidays are officially over, but the financial setbacks for many are just beginning. Today, we're going to be sharing some tips to help you make the holidays a breeze later on this year in 2023. Yeah, I know the last thing you guys probably want to talk about is Christmas and the holidays, but we're going to hit on it here in today's show because... It does bring on a lot of financial stress for so many people when it comes to November and December later on this year. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast with Brad Nelson. Brad and his co-hosts experience the anxiety of living paycheck to paycheck before learning the fundamentals of financial security. They are now on a mission to empower regular people to pay off their debt for good and enjoy happier, less stressful lives. Keep listening for inspirational interviews, tips, tricks, and practical advice to gain financial freedom. Hey, everyone. You can find us on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, Debt-Free Dad. And as always, welcome to today's show. Uh, Remember to get all the resources, show notes, and links for today. And especially today, we've got a free download that's going to be coming your way Head over to our website. We're going to talk about this here in a little bit later in the show, balancesense.com forward slash 156. Again, that's B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-C-E-N-T-S.com forward slash 156. So guys, the holidays are over. And uh, as we, before we hit record, Amber, you had said you don't want to talk about this. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why why now? (laughs) Why not? Why not, right? Why not? I'm just done. <laughs> I'm so done. I, I'm like, I love Christmas and the holidays, like Thanksgiving and Christmas. I, I love all of it, but as soon as it's over, I'm I'm done. Like, we, I take down the decorations like on the 26th. Like, we're, I, I, I feel like we're a little extreme when it comes to that, but I just, I just need it to be over. Uh, you know, when, before I had kids, I wasn't like that, but now that I have kids and then there's all like the Christmas clutter and just, boxes everywhere and also it's like for me it's like the sooner we can get this stuff all put away and gone uh the better for me how about you guys yeah i uh my kids are all grown now and christmas is just different it's different now that they're you know when they were younger and and now it's like you guys gonna get up you know and so it just has a little bit different feel so i'll be i'll be honest and all my kids said the same thing on on christmas day it was like christmas night and we we played some board games that night and they're like boy i'm surprised you didn't take it all down today (laughs) (laughs) when it's over it is but you know when like you i think when i my kids were younger i was more into it i left it up longer but now for for me and we put it up pretty early this year so by the time it hits like I don't want to hear one more Mariah Carey Christmas song. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Christmas music I can I can I can get tired of quickly, but Ryan, I enjoy sleeping in. I've got grown kids as well. So there's nothing like sleeping in and not feeling rushed and going at a different pace. So uh, I thought it was okay. Yep. Yeah. We always we always do our Christmas on Christmas Eve morning. Because my son is with his mom on Christmas Day morning, so uh, I like that setup. Actually, um, it's going to be interesting how we talk to our daughter Avery, who's only four, who doesn't really understand that yet <laughs> when she gets older. <laughs> but um, it's so chill. Like we we literally can take most of the morning and open gifts and just hang out. Like it's not rushing around and stuff. It's 
it's actually really, really good. But um, but yeah, it's going to be tough to talk about this episode admittedly today and be in the holiday cheer as we plan for the end of next year. Can you guys share a little bit before um, you got to where you are now? And I know all of us are in different stages working, you know, our financial plans. But um, what was before you started? How was Christmas then? Like, was it stressful? You know, was it like, I guess, talk about, can you guys each share a little bit of your experience before you kind of took control of your finances and got to where you are today? I hated it. Christmas spending would always put me in the hole and I was never sure how I was going to get back out, but you have to be generous and you have to get everyone gifts. And at the time I was dating a guy whose family gave very generous gifts more than what my family normally gives. And so I was always stretching to help with gifts and just glad that's all over now. (laughs) (laughs) So Christmas is way different now. Yes. So less stressful. And my family now that we're adults, We until my niece and nephew were born, we actually stopped giving gifts and we would do like a donation as a family or whatever. Um, We would go to the grocery store and load up a cart of food and take it to the food pantry or something. And we didn't need more stuff. We had all moved. We were all downsizing. It's like, don't get me any more stuff because I just threw a bunch of stuff away. But now the kids are here, and I have to be the auntie that spoils them. They're the same age as Brad's daughter. Yeah, so yeah. everything I see that's cute, I'm kind of like, I have to buy that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead, Chris. For me, I did have younger kids when we were in debt. And it was just the normal thing to do. You needed to borrow money. You borrowed money to buy gifts. And you didn't think anything about it. And so... For me, Christmas was never much of a burden because you had the kids there. They were young. They were running around wrapping, unwrapping presents faster than you could put the wrapping paper in the trash bag. And, you know, yo, you wait your turn. No, you wait your turn. And you try to corral them all and keep them organized. And it was a mess, but it was fun. And so it wasn't until we got out of debt that our kids were a little older that I kind of began to then understand (laughs) Not how bad things were, but I guess how bad things were. And so you don't know what you don't know until you get yourself out of the situation and then you realize how much better off you are. And I think that's the thing I can appreciate more now Yeah, is the feeling of being better off. Well, and I think what I appreciate now is like, as we're recording this, it's the beginning of January. You know, I'm not worried about what we did in December, right? I mean, that's that's pretty freeing right there. In fact, there's an actual day. Uh, it's called Blue Monday, which is uh, actually as this airs was yesterday. It was on January 16th. It's supposedly the second or third Monday. Was that the second? Is that the third Monday? Second or third Monday of the year. That's supposedly deemed the most depressing Monday of the year. And uh, it was given that for a couple of reasons. Uh, people usually give up on their New Year's resolutions by this date. And most people are feeling pretty guilty and probably already you know, on the indul- overindulging that they did on Christmas. And they're starting to see some of those statements come in the mail of some of the stuff that they got to pay off. You know, I, I don't miss those days at all. Well, that, I, that's a hundred percent me. That's a hundred percent. I mean, my wife, uh, you know, my wife, Kelly, uh, totally would identify with you, Katie. Um, 
she hated the holidays because she knew we were charging everything. I loved it until it was over. And 100%, like right now, I remember those feeling of like right now, first of the year, that bill is going to be in the mailbox. And that, and it was going to cause fights. It was going to cause arguments. It was just like, it's going to take us all year just so we can do this all over again, come December again. And it was just exhausting. Do you guys remember, do you guys pay it off all right away or did it take you months to get it done? Months. Months for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we still, didn't I'm still paying it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't even have credit card availability to even put it on Christmas. Like it was all maxed out. So for us, we were skipping bills to make it happen. And then January, February, we're like trying to pay these bills off. So like, what can we skip that's not gonna shut us off? And we'd kind of we'd play that game. It was awful. Yeah. Yep. So that and that's what I mean is you you pay a little bit off, you charge it up. You pay a little bit off, you charge it up. You pay a little bit off, you charge it up. I couldn't tell you how many Christmases I was paying for at some point because they were all just wrapped together. Yeah. The answer to your question is it didn't take months. It seemed like it took years. And it really took a desire to get out of debt before I paid off 10 years worth of Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, when we do our when we do our workshop, I've got my old visa statement on there. And I think, I don't know, I think. Amber, you probably have this memorized too. It's like eighty six or eighty eight hundred dollars on that credit card, and uh, I can I can remember looking at it and being like, I have no idea even what this money represents anymore. You know, I just, yeah. what is this, right? And it's part of that, you know, Christmas and all the other stuff wrapped up into that mountain of bad decisions. Um, it's crazy. But when it comes to Christmas costs, uh, I did see this uh, article on Yahoo Finance. It says the National Retail Federation estimates that Americans, and this is back in just for two thousand twenty two, so just last month. Uh, we'll spend between 942 to 960 billion dollars during the holiday season with sales predicted to jump somewhere between 6 to 8% once all is said and done and as nerdwallet survey and analysis reports nearly 217 million Americans 84% plan to buy gifts for friends and loved ones this holiday season these 2022 holiday shoppers plan to spend $823 on average for a total of more than 178 billion in just gift spending and uh, that doesn't even th- include things like, you know, the holiday travel, greeting cards, postage, decorations, parties. And, uh, and the guys, this article shares that the holiday season is the most popular. And I, I found this crazy. The most popular for flowers and plants, even more so than Valentine's Day and Easter. Would you have thought that? <laughs> it's all the points that I was. <laughs> yeah, it must be. I would have never imagined like it would have been I, I that popular. I got one. I got a plant this for Christmas. Yeah. Totally did you did. did you get a plant? Yep. yep. Paul bought me a, a plant for my office. Well, wait, wait, like, wait, is it is it a flower or is it something that lasts like forever as long as you water it? No, it's like a it's like it's a tree thing. Oh, okay. So it's gonna last. Hopefully. Yeah. See, this is like more like <laughs> I'm a cactus person. I don't know. <laughs> We're not I, I even want it to just go dry, forget about it, water it when I feel like it. <laughs> it's so funny that you bring up cactuses because we're not even those people. We we bought one of those at IKEA. They had like the little mini cactuses in the in the in the, in the box. So I bought them because they're really cheap. I was like, these are cool. Yeah, we we killed those. <laughs> we didn't even water them. <laughs> Just buy the plastic ones. Right. Yeah. Good so, forever. You don't have to remember fl- anything. <laughs> Flowers and plants must be like new cars because how many new car commercials do you see at Christmas time where cars are wrapped up in a bow? Yeah. And people are giving cars. 
who gives a car as a gift, a Christmas present? I've never gotten one, <laughs> yeah, right. but apparently those are popular and flowers must be popular as well. Uh, we should have played the Saturday night live clip of, yeah. uh, of the, of the new car. That is so yeah. funny. We should have, we should have had that ready for tonight. It's a December to remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it's Every so funny. You'll remember it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing says I love you, then here's a car. Now let's pay it off for six years. Yeah, right. <laughs> I always think of you, Brad, when I see that first commercial with a big bow on top of a car. I'm yep. like, oh, it's starting. <laughs> uh, so can you really get through Christmas with no debt? So, Ryan, can you share? We posted inside a Roots group and just asked, you know, how many of you got through Christmas with no debt and, and how does that feel? Can you share a couple of the comments from that post? Yeah. So um, we had a a post from Mandy Johnson. I did not use my visa this year. First year ever for me. And I also threw a few hundred dollars onto the balance and only have $1,500 less on a visa balance. So not only did they not use money for Christmas, they also were able to have extra money to pay down debt. So yeah. it is possible. Incredible. Um, uh, Debbie Kennedy says, yes, it feels so good to be able to pay in cash for everything. Um, Nancy Minos planned well in advance, still have money on Christmas account, going to use that to pay extra on bills this week. Yeah. So again, they save the money for Christmas and actually spent less than what they plan to and can use that money for bills. Um, what else? We got a lot of comments on this. Uh, we budget every year since 2016. This helps prevent additional after holiday stress. What we just talked about having yep. that blue Monday feeling. Yep. Love it. Uh, if, uh, Tammy, uh, Tammy Jonke, it feels great. Every year I've used some credit because I didn't prepare well enough. Yep. But this year they didn't. So, um, and then Amy Lane, I only use cash this year. And for every year for and for every year going forward, we'll still start filling my cash envelopes on uh, January 2nd. Yep. Love it. And I, lo I love that a lot of them are, you know, saying that they don't have to start the year with stress. I mean, think about that. You're starting a brand new year. And you don't have to take any of the baggage from the end of 2022 into the new year. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. So if you are one of those individuals out there that maybe the holidays were stressful, maybe you even got through it without debt, but you'd still like to do better. Um, I'm just going to share a couple of tips. And guys, what I would like you guys to do is just share a few things that you guys have done. Maybe just some things we're going to share, obviously the biggest one, but I think the biggest tip that I can share is just having a regular monthly budget and then, you know, being able to plan ahead for those future expenses like holiday uh, holiday shopping and holiday spending. So, I mean, I think budgeting is key. We talk about it all the time on the show here. And uh, again, budgeting is, is almost, it, well, it isn't almost, it is giving yourself permission to, to be able to afford and do the things that you want to do in your life, whether that's holiday spending, going on vacations, paying for expenses and things that you need in your life. Like it's just giving yourself permission to say, Hey, we want to have this kind of a holiday. This is what we want to spend. Now, how do we go about, you know, putting together a plan on a monthly basis to break that down? So we can put that money away on a regular basis as opposed to trying to figure it all out coming October, November of later this year. I do it totally different. <laughs> what do you do, Amber? <laughs> I, I, October comes, I decide how much money I'm going to put for October, November, December. That's what's going towards Christmas. And I pull it out of our budget for those months. Right. Now, yeah. you also have, uh, you know, you might also have a different situation than a lot of other people too. Um, oh, absolutely. Cash yeah. flow, cash flow obviously determines that, you know, if your cash flow is substantial enough where you can just pick out a few months and do it, hey, that still works, right? You definitely don't have to do it every single month. Yeah, and we do do it every single month. So that 
like we we could do it that way, but we we kind of have a birthday slash Christmas envelope kind of budget system, and we allocate money every month. And like starting just like some comments we've seen, basically starting this month, we put X amount of money in there every month, and then as the year goes on, especially as we get towards like August September. We start seeing things on sale, um, taking advantage of different opportunities that might come up, you know, not waiting until that Black Friday day. Um, You know, we're typically buying things, you know, probably the last three or four months leading up to Christmas because it's, you know, we've kind of been saving it the whole year. Saving for Christmas is sort of like budgeting. There's no one right way to do it. Right. Okay. The only wrong way to do it is to not do it, obviously. Right. And, And I'm sure that... You and everybody on this panel and probably everybody who listens to your podcast probably has some slightly different way of doing budgeting, something that works for them once they get the hang of it, once they know their numbers. And I think this is no different. There's no one right way to do it. And and the longer that you've been managing your money, the longer you've been budgeting, you get out of debt, you can be more flexible, like Amber says, with how you do it. If you're starting off, you need that discipline. You probably need a more detailed plan that allows you to save throughout the whole year. The second thing I would say is we have a tendency to think that, say, our car says something about who we are. We also have a tendency to think about the gifts that we give. We think that other people see us based on the value or the quality of the gifts that we give. And I think if you're just starting out, you have to understand people don't look at you that way. People don't look at you based on what you gave them or the value of what you gave them, or at least most people don't. And set a number and set a number that's reasonable for you. It may not be where you want it to be at, but as you get better at it, as you pay off debt and you finally get out of debt, you can raise that number to whatever you want it to be. And so just be comfortable with who you are, where you are at this moment and don't worry about what other people think about you. And I've heard something really good in the last couple of years, just because I am more focused on what my spending habits are, especially when it comes around to Christmas. If you have little kids and you haven't had to start giving gifts yet, keep it simple. When they're young, you know, when they're one, they'll play with the box more than they're going to play with any toy that comes in it. But Four things, something they want, something they need, something to wear, and something to read. Just keep it easy and simple. And then I've also heard when Santa gives gifts, you need to make it little gifts. And from like mom and dad or the family, they should be the bigger gifts because when the kids go to school and talk about what Santa brought them, all the kids are going to be like, wait, Santa got you a bike and I only got like a board game or something. So just to kind of keep it fair, give the little stuff to Santa. <laughs> right. And let's be honest, Santa didn't work. He doesn't work for all that. <laughs> Mom and dad worked for all that. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally agree. I like that you brought that up though, Katie, because I would agree. Yeah. I We went, we scaled really back. Well, my son's a little bit, he's older now, so he doesn't like, like toys and stuff. So he got a, like a couple of jerseys that he wanted. So it was super simple. He had like two or three major gifts open. It was done. You know, um, now my daughter, obviously, you know, there's a lot of things that you can get her, but I think we only, we only got like four or five smaller things for her. And she was thrilled. She's like, this is awesome. Right. right. Because the way I looked at it, it's like, I would go downstairs cause we have a, like a partially finished basement and the kids playrooms down there. And, you know, I look at all the stuff that they had gotten over the years and it's like that stuff just sits. They don't, they don't play with it anymore. 
And it's like, how much money do you spend every year on that stuff only to do what? Pick it up or to move it to a different place or to eventually have <laughs> to figure out who needs it because you want to get rid of it, right? It's just it's just this constant you know, revolving wheel of, of just stuff coming in all the time, right? And leaving the house. So it's it, it definitely, this whole journey of getting out of debt has definitely pr- provided a different perspective on, on bringing things into the house and and really whatever we're buying them, it's it's truly giving them value. It's not like, like you even said, Chris, it's not just stuff and a lot of stuff or multiple things, you know? And I think too, you know, talking about this now, it really, I think it, it, it's helpful for people because I know one of the things we struggled with is, you know, before this, I mean, I love Christmas because we had big Christmases because I just charged it all and I didn't care. And so the kids, and, but when you, when you have to start really kind of going back to what we just talked about of, you know, sticking to a budget, here's what we're going to spend. Here's this. You kind of can start setting those expectations for people, um, including your kids, if they're the right age. Like if your kids are used to these huge Christmases and getting all these really nice things and expensive gifts and you want to do this, like you may need to have that discussion or you may need to have discussion with family or you may can, you can start planting the seeds now that de- come December. So you're not feeling that pressure of, you know, it's October and now you're feeling all this pressure and I didn't tell anybody. So I think if you're really serious about it, I think that's, that's super important just to be upfront and honest and, and kind of think about how do you set the stage? So you're not feeling that when it comes to some, to that time. Uh, because if you hold it all tight, I mean, I just, I know we were just very upfront with our kids. Like Christmas is going to be smaller and I will tell you, you may fret that, but at now my kids didn't care. They really didn't. I mean, to some degree, we, we cared more than they did. We felt more guilty than they did. And for all the same reasons you just said, like 80% of the stuff we ever got them, they never touched anyway. They played with it for two, three weeks and then it sat. Couldn't have said it better myself. All right, guys. So if you want to get started with saving for Christmas next year, actually later this year, it's not next year anymore. (laughs) 355 days. Exactly. If you'd like a free and fun holiday savings worksheet to help you keep track of your savings, which we've talked a lot on the show about the power of tracking, you can head over to balancesense.com forward slash 156 for our free Defree Dad holiday savings tracker. You can download that form for free. And uh, you guys can track your holiday saving and have less financial stress uh, coming up later this year for holiday expenses. So the Totally Awesome Debt Freedom Planner is helping so many people make consistent progress with their finances. Whether that be building emergency funds, paying down bills, budgeting, tracking paydays, saving up for larger purchases, goal planning, and planning for those irregular yearly expenses that always seem to catch you by surprise. Now, the Debt Freedom Planner will help you take the stress out of managing your money. And if the thought is running through your mind, hey, I just need to have a simple tool to get my finances together, this planner is perfect for you. Head over to therealdebtfreedad.com, click on the Debt Freedom Planner in the menu at the top of the page, and order your Debt Freedom Planner today. All right, that's all means it's time for the celebrations of the show. And Amber, do you want to kick it off? 
Absolutely. We have Dedra Scott just paid off my last credit card, which was all medical bills. I just owe on the truck and house now. I'm so excited. Yeah, that is awesome. To start 2023 with just that, that is incredible. Congratulations. Ellen Elizabeth, I was able to put $400 into savings and $525 more towards my debt. And that was in the month of December. That's incredible. Great job. Nice. So Patrice Johnson, I learned I'm getting a 3% raise and immediately adjusted my paycheck allocations to put the 3% directly into savings and not spend it. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Love that. That's a huge mindset change too right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't see it, it's like it was never there. Just yep. put it right into savings. Absolutely. Yep. Brandon Belger has January's budget done and making sure they stick to it. Awesome. Love that. Uh, Lindsay Walsh didn't go into debt for Christmas, actually continued to put money in my sinking funds and build my emergency fund. Yeah, that is incredible. Congratulations, Lindy, Lindsay, and congratulations to all of you guys who are working so hard at reducing debt, reducing financial stress, and reaching financial freedom. And remember, if you're just getting started with our podcast, or maybe you've been listening for some time and you're interested in how you can get started on the road to financial freedom, Head over to our website at balancedense.com and sign up for our free Life Without Payments workshop where I'm going to actually show you the first steps that have helped tens of thousands of people, in fact, the very same people on this show, kick financial stress and worry for good. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast. Connect with us on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at Brad Nelson Debt-Free Dad. If you found value in today's episode, please leave a rating and review. We so appreciate it. For resources, show notes, and links mentioned in today's show, visit balancedsense.com. That's balancedsense, C-E-N-T-S, dot com. Catch you next week.